Welcome to the In the Little Things podcast. If you feel that you might be missing out in the little things in life, things like joy, peace, purpose, and hope, well, it can be that distraction and busyness has gotten in the way. Hi, we are Jennifer Alhodge and Annabelle Arden, and we have created this podcast with you in mind. So often we miss out on the blessings that were meant for us. So let us encourage you as we journey together to pivot closer to God and see all the blessings he has for us. Take a deep breath, sit back, and God's got you covered, even in the little things. Welcome to this week's In the Little Things podcast. I'm Annabelle. And I'm Jennifer. I believe this week's topic will um, speak to many, many people. It's Mm -hmm. such a... It's such a huge topic because it covers our day-to-day grind. Yeah, I think we all go through it. And you get into this rut and you get into this routine and you're just like on automatic pilot that you tend to forget how important it is, the things that you're doing. And as you're walking through the season of busyness, either as a mom or a working woman or a professional, or even if you have your own small business like me where you're constantly having a to-do list and you're not really doing anything but the things you need to do to keep your business open like your 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 business too Jen Mm -hmm. you tend to think oh you know what's this all about why is it why do I have to be so busy and does it really mean anything in the end you know Actually, yeah. So I've been mommy for 18 years now <laughs> and and I still have those days. You know, at the end of the day, sometimes I'm just like, did anyone die? No? <laughs> oh, great. Like I'm so accomplished, yeah, right? exactly. Except that in reality, I go to bed and I don't feel accomplished. I don't feel like I really got right, anything exactly. done that day because I could have done five loads of laundry and there's still something that made it in after everyone changed for bed, you know, and it's waiting for the next day. So I have a little story because for me, I just, you know, I've spoken with other moms who've been in the same situation where during their singleness in those single days or just less busy days, right? they had more time for what we would think of as a true ministry, right? right. And then when you kind of get into the rut of the daily grind, you're not really necessarily feeling like you are in ministry, even though we usually, we often are. So in anyhow, in my singleness, I spent a couple summers in Mexico just to learn Spanish. And that third summer, I returned as a missionary with an urban mission in Mexico City. And every morning, I would wake up, I would pray, I would head out with my partner to go meet with the team. We would plan for the day. We would praise and worship and maybe have a speaker to inspire us and motivate and encourage right. and that kind of thing, right? So the whole day was spent in direct service to the Lord. Our whole purpose of being focused. There. Yes. Solely on him. And yeah. As a matter of fact, my um, partner said to me one evening as we were praying, because we would get home, and then, of course, we're praying and we're reading the Bible and right. ministering to the family we were staying with. Um, I counseled the mother a lot who was recently separated and that kind of thing. But my friend, my partner, she said, you know, Jen, this is something um, that is so cool that, like, reading the Bible is a part of our job. There was such purpose for that. It just, you could tell every day was for God, and that you were doing something that you were called to. It just felt great, you know? But even after I got married, the job, the regular job that I had was seasonal. So I had the whole summer off. 
And I was able to still volunteer with that ministry. Oh, nice. It was wonderful. I met people and, uh, you know, who were out in the field and were coming home. Maybe they were on furlough or maybe they'd retired from the field, but we were still working toward a common cause to right. spread the love of Christ. And so even that was amazing because I was serving the Lord in tangible ways, like something super obvious. This is ministry. This is what you're doing. This is what you're called. And you could see immediate reward sometimes of that. So sometimes you, we sometimes, did. Yeah. yeah so that kind of so... lifts you up and you yeah. see it. All this was worth it. Everything that I'm doing is worth it because in the end, someone's coming to the Lord. How exciting. Yeah. When you work at a home office like that, <clears throat> you are surrounded by so many people and you get so many um, stories from the field uh-huh. that you're hearing that kind of stuff all the time. And, and it motivates you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It feels amazing. Amazing. So anyhow, I was prepared. I was ready. I thought for sure, like we're at some point, Ollie and I, we're going to get called to the mission field. Totally thought that that was going to happen. And it's actually down the road is one of the reasons I chose to homeschool because I thought we're oh, for sure going to get called yeah, that's and it would easier. be one less transition, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that we would have to go through as a family. So okay. that, that makes was, sense. Yeah. It was one of my big reasons, but so anyhow, I'm just waiting and expecting like any day now we're praying for this. We're going to get called to the field. I just know it, but it never happened. Right. Ever. The, the call to the field didn't come, but what did come was five beautiful babies uh-huh. <laughs> and they filled our world to the brim with joy and laughter and busyness. <laughs> busyness and cleaning and laundry, and, you know, watching the kiddos and, you know, and, and, and we never had family around to help us out. And it was just day after day. It felt people always say the days are long, long. but the years are short. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness, is that ever true? Like, yeah, it seemed like that. And so anyhow, it just felt like there wasn't a ministry there. It yeah. felt like we were at a point of just getting through the day and surviving. Yeah. And and I think if you're a mom or if you're a daughter of a mom who you see running around, like my mom used to say, a chicken without a head. You're just right. running around <laughs> looking and doing I and actually busy. I have seen that. Not a pleasant That would bunch. be me. And I have seen moms like such as yourself and I admire moms that have multiple kids and you're after all of them it's the never-ending laundry and the never-ending dishes Dishes, and the never-ending work and you're literally running around like a chicken without a head you Mm -hmm. just can't you can't be done you're always got something going on and there's a song when you told me about this um topic and in the last week and you told me you wanted to cover this I was like there's a song I heard Uh uh-huh it's been a while since I've heard it on the Z I'll be honest with you because you know new songs keep coming up but there's a song by Stephen Curtis Chapman one of my favorite Christian artists who um kind of got me inspired in songwriting and he wrote a song called do everything if you're listening and you want to listen to the song we're not going to play it right now because of time, but uh, you can you can look it up. It's called "Do Everything" by Stephen oh, Curtis it's Chapman. Oh, song. Because I think it just fits so well. The first stanza or refrain of the song, the verses are basically what you're saying. You're picking up socks. You're going to work. You're, you're cleaning up the house. You're sitting in math class, or you're working on something at the office. It's just naming different busyness. Right. But then the chorus clinches it. If you're a believer and follower and servant of the Lord, this is what Stephen wrote. And I think it's so appropriate. 
as you do everything you do to the glory of the one who made you because he made you to do every little thing that you do to bring a smile to his face yes. uh-huh. to glorify him to mm-hmm. to d- have delight in to you to tell the story of grace yep. and with every move that you make and everything you do i love everything. it everything i mean if you think about it the little like I'll be honest with you. I've taken this literally since I have listened to this song for the first time. It was a revelation. I can remember the moment that I heard this song. I was doing dishes because I have a Bluetooth in the kitchen. And I put whenever I do something and there's an empty house, I put Bluetooth on because, you know, I can't have silence. <laughs> I just can't do it. I, my mind the shuts down. Always on when it's I come always <laughs> on. So I was doing dishes and I don't know why. This song came on and it was a day in which I was thinking, oh, dishes again. What's up with this? And this song came on Mm -hmm. and I was like, when Alex came home, I said, Alex, does the house look clean? He goes, yeah. Why? I said, is there laundry on the floor? He goes, no. I said, does the house smell? (laughs) No, don't laugh. I have two dogs. I have two dogs. (laughs) So yeah. I mean, I have trust three me. boys, so I can uh, identify. There you go, yeah. I mean, I have two dogs. For those of you who don't know me, they will fart. They will, oh, I mean, yeah. it's just oh, bad. God. I'm just telling you. I spray every now, day. Now, they cast gas. <laughs> yes, yeah, All their dogs, okay? There's no other way to put it. But <laughs> but I, I will say, in, in this particular day, I said, Alex, does the house smell? And he goes, no. Did you wash the dogs? I said, no, I didn't wash the dogs. And, and he says, why are you asking me this? I said, you know, I'm asking you because in order to honor God and in order to show you how much I love you, I want you to come home to a clean home where you don't have to pick up. You don't have to walk around laundry. You don't have to worry about the stain. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about anything. This is a safety zone, a clean zone in which you can relax because I did it all. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm giving myself credit, but that I already took care of it. And that's kind of how I look at, and I didn't tell him this part, but I did in my mind say, Lord, I clean and I do and I sacrifice my time, my effort, my energy, everything because it makes you smile. Yeah. It makes you delight in my obedience as a wife, as a mother, in everything I do is to honor you first and foremost, and then to honor my family. Well, that's such an awesome perspective. And it really is, you know, how it should be because our family, if we have been given a family, if we've been given a spouse, that is our first ministry. Yes. You know, it is. It is. Um, But it's super easy to lose sight of that. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you in my situation, we were just still waiting for the call. I was really just... I knew it was going to come and I wanted so badly for it to come for that purpose to be there. And finally, the Lord did call us to something. Yay! Well, you'd think so, but I didn't want it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember. You know I remember when Allie came to you. Yes, yes, okay, yes, yes. We ended up hitting the road in a motor home. Right. And Annabelle, that had been my worst nightmare, was like moving with a family of seven into about wow. 400 square feet uh, where... You know, there was one bedroom, 
with a door, but like the five kids, one bathroom for seven people. Yeah. No, no, and, no stuff. No, you know, real I, yard or anything. Can, I can just tell you, it terrified me. Yeah. I thought there's no way. Like this is, <laughs> Lord, you picked the wrong person of all the things, right? But. But it turned out to be the most amazing experience of my life. And it was a super clear directive. Like I knew that we were being called to the road. So when I when we moved forward and buying a motorhome, it was purely in faith. It was not what I wanted to do. But I knew for a fact that we were called. So mm-hmm. I did it and I did it willingly. Like Ollie didn't have to twist my arm. I did it. Yeah. Because um, it was a super clear directive. And we thought for sure, because it was so clear that once we hit the road in the RV, we would be connected with some sort of a ministry. Right. I mean, surely there was a purpose to this, right? Mm -hmm. But that didn't come either. And we're like, why? Like, why are we? We thought maybe we'll be called to help people in natural disasters or who knows. You were thinking big. I was thinking so big. Yeah. And that didn't happen. But what did come were tons Mm -hmm. of little things. Little Little things. There you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Little things. It was... um, what did just untold numbers of conversations, one-on-one conversations with either people who were believers and we were there to encourage or those who were unbelievers and had a lot of questions. Right. Uh, We built a lot of relationships. We got to share the gospel organically and it it was purpose. It wasn't what we had expected, but definitely it was recognizable purpose. And your children, 13, three to 13, Mm -hmm. they got to witness one-on-one testimonials and one-on-one discipleship. And they got to be a part of it, exactly. which was so cool. It was that amazing. is the amazing at such a young age to be a part of that. Right, but then we came home. <laughs> All right, so then, then everything then, changed. Then I'm like, well, Lord, why'd you call us home? You, you made us fall in love with this lifestyle, and then you called us back to our house. But again, it was super obvious that was where we were supposed to be at the time. There was mm-hmm. He actually set in place circumstances that meant we had to go home. Right, <laughs> was, right. Like, we had to do repairs. We had to take care of it and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, so we did. We came home, and honestly, we just fell, like, right back into the routine of work and homework and church activities and then regular home repairs and maintenance and things like that. And honestly, I kind of I kind of started to feel depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had days I'd sit there and stare out the window and cry. Yeah, and you were asking why, 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 why? Exactly. And I'm like, so what is, what is this, like, the American dream? I'm not back in my house. Like, it just feels so empty right now. Like, mm-hmm. life feels empty, not the house, because we have seven people still, but... Yeah, no. But life felt quite empty. But so your expectations of what you were expecting right. weren't what didn't match what was going on. Right. So I was just, I was so dissatisfied and, mm. um, and it was really hard. And I'm thinking, well, am I just like selfish? Like why I thought that I wanted to be in ministry to help people, but I don't know what's wrong with me. Why can't I just be happy wherever I am? Right. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I just, I was not seeing my purpose the way God sees it. Exactly. And then yeah. you covered that in the very beginning. Like, mm-hmm. You recognized from the beginning all those little things that you were doing on a daily basis were to serve your husband or to serve your family in some way. And I just thought that day-to-day stuff was not as important because it does not feel right as important. Right. I mean, obviously, those conversations you have with your kids about the Lord and guiding them into faith, like, that is ministry. It's super easy to see that as ministry. But, you know doing the laundry and doing mm-hmm. the dishes and Sweeping the floor going and, to yeah, get groceries yeah, yeah. and blah, 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 blah. That <clears> kind of <throat> stuff does not feel that exciting. But here's what came to mind. Proverbs 31 describes a godly woman, like mm-hmm. the biblical outline of a godly woman. If, like 
perfection, right? right? Not one we can all live up to or maybe any of us can actually live up to completely. But at least the guidelines. The details of her day, and this is what really captured me. If you see the details of this woman's day, you'll hear everything for which she is praised is a part of the daily, daily grind. grind. It's what we go through. Exactly. I mean, she cooks, she gardens. Mm-hmm. She provides clothing for her family. She works out of her home. She takes care of her children. She's generous. And for all of these things, the Bible refers to her as noble and as more precious than rubies. And if you want to find that, we'll put it on, on the notes um, if you want to read oh, it. Oh, yeah, but you it's definitely Proverbs, want to read that. Proverbs 31, 10 through 31, 31 is, right. is the, the, the clincher to what um, Jen's referring to. I want to go to um, Matthew 10, 42. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water, which is a menial thing right. <laughs> in today's world, to one of the least of these, who is my disciple, mm-hmm. truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Meaning every little thing that you do to honor someone else and to be in obedience to the will of God mm-hmm. will be rewarded by him. Right. And that's the mission field right Right. there, every little thing. And we can get caught up into wanting, I have a hard time saying no when I'm asked to do something, um, you know, to serve or whatever. I I just have a hard time saying no most of the time. And I think we sometimes get caught up in the trap of saying yes to everything because they're good things, right? but they're not necessarily what we're called to. So there is a difference between ministry and just being busy. And being obligated to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting your dish too full that you can't even think straight, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Romans 8.12 says, Therefore, sisters, we have an obligation, but it's not to the flesh, Mm -hmm. to live according to the Spirit. So when we're approached and we're asked to do this or that because it's a good thing to do, Mm -hmm. we must first go to the Lord and say, Lord, is is this your will? If it is, give me peace about it so I can move forward. Mm-hmm. And say yes, but if it's not, which you have done many a times, I've, I've witnessed yeah. you say, Aww. "Lord, if if this is from you, give me peace." And even with the RVing, I remember you struggling. Oh my you, goodness! You, you, <laughs> not, my not eyes out, bawling your eyes out, <laughs> debating with Ali, and she was just like, "I don't know how you're yeah. not seeing it." Yeah, else is <laughs> yeah. Seeing it. Like, I don't oh, know why so you're blindsided obvious. on this one, but, but yeah, I remember that you struggled and you came to me and we discussed it several times and you said I just I can't I can't have peace about this I can't have peace about it and finally when you decided to go forward with it Uh and so I mean the part that got me what made me cry was you when you sold all your beautiful furniture all your (laughs) all the things that were so precious to you you sacrificed that not only for your husband to be able to go RVing which was his idea to submit to him, but you you told me in your own words, I am submitted because I know this is God's will for us. Yeah. I remember that like it was Aww. yesterday, and I inside my spirit smiled, <laughs> and I said, wow, what a godly woman, Aww. that she would sell everything that's precious to her, knowing fully well she probably won't get it back. Right. Well, the things that are in my house that I have as well, she could get back. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> For the most part, I mean, us women, we attach ourselves to our yeah. things. Well, because we, so much of our, not, not identity, identity right. but so our, much of our feelings and emotions and experiences are in that. We like, yeah, yeah, exactly. We put so much of ourselves into building yeah. a home yeah. know, and, and making it 
personal. Right, you know? right. And so to, to be able to turn around and say, you know, I am going to put everything in the right perspective of God and the gifts that he's given me, my husband and children. I'm going to give this all, I'm going to surrender it all to you in service to them and you were going to travel in an RV with seven people. I, I thought you were nuts. I, I literally <laughs> well, told Alex, I said, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but she, I know the Lord is with her. I know that she will uh, do it and she will honor him. Whatever road they, they go on, those people that are going to be on along that journey are blessed. Because well, they it. blessed us. I mean, I mean, God blessed us through this amazing calling and, um, and it was wonderful, but it, but it was important to realize, of course, that, you know, had we just done that on our own and it wasn't a calling, it could have gone very, very differently. So, um, so it's just really important to recognize and to pray and to know where God is leading you. Absolutely. You know, is he leading me to this or is this just going to be something else to take time away from my family or to drain me so much? I don't even have the mental fortitude to give my family what they need when I am with them. Right. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But so much of what we do when we do serve our household is ministry. It's even if it doesn't feel like that. Right. So I just want to challenge you to memorize some of those verses from Proverbs 31. Now it's long. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a very, very long portion of scripture, 21 verses there, but just memorize a couple verses that pertain to things that you do in your home that maybe you devalue and you shouldn't be to provide food for your household. She rises while it's still night to provide food for her household. Or she stretches out her hands to the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. They had to make clothes back then. But you know, sewing buttons on, I mean, that's service. You know, her generosity. Memorize a few of those verses and then remember and consider and meditate upon the fact that the Bible describes the woman who did those things as noble, clothed with strength and honor, Mm -hmm. praised and precious, more precious even than rubies. That is you. So serve your family with purpose and with joy. And that is ministry. It is. That is true ministry. So let me ask you right now, we're going to bow our heads and close our eyes and we're going to pray to the God, our creator, the one who is delighted in our ministry. Lord, we are so grateful to know that you love us in every little thing that we do for you. Please help us not to lose sight of of that and to honor you and serve you in doing well in the things that you've given us, every task you have given us on a daily Mm -hmm. basis and giving us the ability to just honor you in all of it. Help us to, to use our talents and our wisdom, your wisdom that you give us for your glory, whether it's preaching to thousands of people or on one on one, sewing a button on for a jacket or clothing for our family. Thank Mm -hmm. you for giving us the purpose and the ability to serve you first and foremost and to serve our families and our loved ones. Help us in everyday life to remember what we do. Let us do everything for your glory. It's in Jesus' precious holy name we give you thanks always. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Annabelle. Well, thank you for joining us today. Um, Share this podcast with anyone you'd like. And if you go on to Anchor's uh, homepage and look up our our podcast page, you can see all our notes there. I'll try to post 
the I'm going to go ahead and post the name of the song that we referred to today if you wanted to look that up. But I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for reposting it. Thank you for sharing it. And if you have anything that you want us to cover in the future, mm-hmm. let us know at AnnabelleArden.com. For now, we hope you have a blessed week. And until next time, bye-bye for now. Bye. Oh, it's been so awesome spending time with you. Thank you for listening to today's In the Little Things podcast. As we navigate this journey together, I highly encourage you to hit the subscribe button so you will not miss the upcoming episodes. Feel free to share this with anyone you feel would be inspired, encouraged, or strengthened. And if you'd like to know more about the Annabelle Ardent Ministry, you can go ahead and push the button on this podcast, AnnabelleArdent.com. There you can find more information on the ministry itself and all the upcoming events, any new uh, merchandise that you can um, you can get for birthdays and stuff, you know. And also, if you wanted to leave any comments or anything private, you can do it there as well on my Connect page. Uh, For now, I just want to thank you again for being with me. Um, Hit the like button if you uh, like this podcast. And uh, may God love just bless you and, and embrace you this week as you encounter him on a personal and closer level. I hope that you will see God's love in the little things. And uh, for now, I will see you next week. And until then, know that your presence has been purposed. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.